Welcome to the DataBeats show. We also have a free newsletter, so do check it out on databeats.community. So today we've got Ruben Ugarte, who's a data and decision-making expert. And Ruben's here to talk about the concept of return on available data or road, as we like to call it. So, hey Ruben, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, I gotta say that that those uh, drums, I love it. It's like it's like walking into a club, like a data club, and now, now we're here to talk. Awesome. Uh, that, that's the whole idea. So, well, Ruben, first question for you: uh, What is return on available data, and why should companies care about measuring it? You know, the, the big focus for a long time has always been how to collect more and more data, and that is effectively a, a, a solved problem. You know, even the smallest companies out there can collect millions of data points relatively easy technology has one um, and that would just continue to get even easier uh, as you go on uh, so really, really what teams data teams and companies need to be thinking about is how to get more insights out of their data um, and that's not a question of volume it's really a measure of quality <clears throat> so when we talk about return on available data uh, it's understanding of, of everything that's being spent uh, you know money resources time what is that uh, ROI? Uh, it's just a, a simple calculation. You know, many other parts of, of the business go through that, uh, whether it's sales or marketing. Uh, so data just simply needs to go through a similar process to understand if, if, if this is possible or is it something that's you know that uh, is just not worth doing uh, at that at the level that a company might be doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then besides infrastructure and tools, what else do companies really need to measure and increase? The return on available data or road. I would say the 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 main thing is is a is a better process for understanding the impact of data. You know, there's a there's like a spectrum here that we can think about uh, when it comes to using data. On one end, on one extreme end, you have companies that uh, may have data because every company has data, but just they're simply not using it. So it's just hidden somewhere, and no one knows what's there or what's available. And on the other hand, you have companies that are, that are very good at using data. They're very sophisticated. They might have entire data teams. But even, even within that spectrum, you find that if you ask um, executives, you know, what is the what is the value of all this, right? Like, what is this driving? How, how much money are you getting back from everything you're putting in? That's not completely clear. Um, so one of the things that's, that's been really helpful and interesting is designing or becoming very clear in how a company makes decisions um, and where data plays a role. So after all, you know, the whole point of data is just to make better decisions, really. You know, all the reports and dashboards and CDPs and tools, all of it is just to uh, help uh, a team or an individual make a better decision to uh, to improve the company. So to understand the role of data, there has to be a better process for making decisions, a, a more concrete process of making decisions. So it's not just random. You know, for many executives, uh, I work with one company that... They, you know, they were all over the place in decision making. So sometimes they used data, sometimes they did not. Sometimes it was very clear the, you know, the, the connection between the report to the action they took, but often it wasn't. So for them, they couldn't say, well, you know, clearly like data is significant for us. It was very all over the place. So by standardizing, by having a consistent decision making process, then it's much easier to understand where data is fitting in. Uh, and how it's actually being used and the potential impact. Right. So is there a connection between a company's data culture and its return on available data? Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I think companies understand, um, uh, or eventually they understand that there's levels to, to it. You know, the initial level is a very technology-driven level. 
Uh, and I, I talk, I have talked with so many companies that they're very, very focused on technology and they really want the best technology, um, which is fine, but it can also become a, a bit of an obsession. Is this really the best technology? Should we change this one? Then you eventually go up and you realize, okay, you know, maybe, you know, we have good technology. So let's focus on um, making sure everyone has data. So increasing data availability, uh, there's a term out there, data empowerment, um, uh, you know, data enablement, I think is the term that gets used. Uh, and then, you know, the modernization. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there might be another level of culture. And I think once you have a really good data culture, you start to realize you need good technology, but you need even better uh, process for getting that into the hands of people. And you need um, training, education for people to understand data. And of course, you know, all, all that effort needs to be uh, converted into something tangible for the business. Um, yeah. And you've already, you've already mentioned it a few times that, you know, technology is not enough and you need to have processes, which is absolutely accurate. But how important is the role of a data warehouse in increasing the, the road? You know, is, 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 is having a data warehouse not negotiable to increase the return on available data? You know, I, I think I think I would disagree with that. I think um, a data warehouse is, is a great tool, but I also know companies that, um, especially if they're not as technical and as, and as, as sophisticated, they might benefit from um, uh, other kinds of tools. And to me, you know, I, I think I've seen, um, I've always seen two types of approaches for, um, for dashboarding, and this relates to data warehouses, which is one approach is you centralize everything into a data warehouse, so you focus on bringing all of your universe into one place, you know, through ETLs and CDPs and so on. And then from your data warehouse, you uh, you visualize it. The other approach that works, especially for, for companies that may not be as technical or may not have as much technical resources, is you find really good tools in each space. So you might have a really good product analytics tool, a really good marketing attribution tool, and then you connect them directly to a dashboarding tool, uh, but you never centralize the data. So I, I think a data warehouse is, is helpful uh, but it's not it's not the only way of, of building um, a data culture. Right. Um, so Ruben, you work with a wide range of companies. What do you see generally done well at companies with a high return on available data? Okay. Uh, three things. Uh, first, uh, uh, a flexibility mindset um, and understanding that in some cases data will help, in other cases it will. <laughs> it sounds like you know, it's very simple, very obvious, but I think companies get really stuck and say, now that we have all this data, everything has to be data driven. You know, if, if, if you have an opinion that's not backed by data, don't even, don't even bring it up. But clearly that, that's not the case. You know, there's, there's grays to this. It's not black and white. So being flexible with how you approach it. Um, the second probably goes back to one of the first original points, having a really good decision making process. Uh, and that looks like, you know, having decision playbooks uh, and things like that. Um, and, and being very um, bold around how uh, the company makes decisions and, and constantly trying to improve that. Uh, and the third thing, probably last to, to your point, you know, having a, a data culture. Uh, so, so understanding, so working towards a building a culture, building the, the proficiency uh, of, of people inside the company with data, uh, having the right technology, of course, uh, but really putting it all together. Awesome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and is there a specific role early stage companies need to hire for to increase their return on data? You know, I always thought that um, uh, a data analyst uh, should really fit this role. However, I find in a lot of companies, the data analysts become um, too focused on data. They, they become too focused on creating reports and dashboards. 
instead of being more focused on what's the value to the business and what does the data mean actually. Um, so really, in theory, this is really the role that it is. And some companies have done a good job um, accidentally and sometimes on purpose by bringing someone on who is technical enough to understand data. They might not be an engineer, uh, let alone a data engineer or a backend engineer, but they understand data. They understand statistics, probabilities, and so on. Uh, but they're really, really much better at the business. Uh, so they make the link and they become the person that's saying, you know, we have all this data. This is what it means for the business. This is why it's worth it. And, you know, this is the ROI we would get if we, if we go down this path. So that role, which again, in theory, I think is a data analyst. In practice, it has all kinds of names. You know, I've seen people who are in operations who do this really well. Uh, I've seen executives. I've seen um, uh, like, a, <laughs> like a chief of staff, you know, the same so all kinds of roles, but that's the kind of person I would look for. Just someone who is completely obsessed with how data can help the business and is able to cut all the other noise. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Thank you, Ruben. Uh, last question for you. What's your one piece of advice for companies that have a lot of data, but are looking to increase their return on available data or road? You know, I think, I think companies need to become obsessed with insights. Um, and if you think about it, you know, if companies take the same level of focus and there is a obsession that they have had with technology for such such a long time, they will actually start making progress at this. And, you know, and I think I, I think that focus has has made companies have this amazing data stacks with all kinds of things. You know, now you have like reverse ETL and warehouses and this and that. It's, it's, it's incredible. So take that kind of energy and put it into insights, um, and, and you know, and then you start to make questions like, okay, how many insights are we generating every week? Uh, how do we generate more insights? What's the quality of the insights? Clearly not every insight is the same. Uh, and all these kind of questions would then move companies closer to being data-driven, which is really the, the goal here at the end of the day. Um, and it will, it will unlock a bunch of things that the companies just aren't thinking about right now in terms of hiring and what they need and what they don't need. Um, so that's really it. Just become more obsessed with generating insights from the data. Help bridge the gap between data people and non-data people. Join us on databeats.community.